Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The FT. Last week, I was in Singapore giving a talk organized by a German bank to an audience of mainly Asian women. Though I was 7,000 miles from home and seven hours ahead of myself, I felt weirdly comfortable. Big banks are reassuringly like McDonald's. They're the same the world over. Everyone speaks English, all the women wear the same Diane von Furstenberg dresses and carry the same fancy handbags. Yet in the middle of all the sameness, there is one thing that refuses to go global, how people greet each other. Over and over again last week, I found myself at a loss. Ought I to kiss the American woman at whose house I had just eaten dinner? I made a lunge for her cheek, just as she was stepping backwards with a smile and a friendly good night. Still trickier was deciding how to greet a group consisting of an Indian woman, a Chinese man and an Australian woman. All four of us hopped from one foot to another uncertainly, opting eventually for no greeting at all. This sort of thing has always been a problem, but it's getting worse. In the old days, the principle was when in Rome. So when actually in Rome, you kissed on both cheeks anyone you knew reasonably well. In Holland, it was three cheeks. In Russia, you might expect a crushing bear hug. In Japan, a nod. And in India, hands clasped in a namaste. In the US and Germany, you could look forward to a bone crusher of a handshake, while in the Middle East, something more like a limp fish. Global business has made matters much more complicated. We no longer know whose culture trumps whose. Is it the host countries? Is it the majority in the room? As no one seems to know, what tends to happen is a general, confusing, embarrassing free-for-all. We live in a permanent state of hello hell. To make matters worse, we've all borrowed each other's greetings, which means we can be all at sea even in our own country and even at our own desk. When I joined the Financial Times in the 1980s, there was no kissing at all. Then, at some regrettable point about 15 years ago, journalists started kissing on both cheeks, but only people who they liked and hadn't seen for a while. Now an even more unwelcome form of greeting has arrived, the hug. This is how young Anglo-Saxons routinely greet each other outside work, but now they've started doing it in the office too. The hug represents far too much touching for my liking, but is also devilishly hard to get right. There's the full hug, the side hug, and the hug accompanied by a slap on the back. In my other job as a non-executive director, hello hell has got so bad that I find myself dreading the start of every meeting. Diversity might be a good thing on a board, but diversity of greeting is deplorable. My European colleagues are confident and enthusiastic kissers, as is one of the British women non-execs, while various of my main colleagues seem to dislike it as much as I do, which means I often end up kissing some of the directors but not others which seems very wrong indeed. I used to think the best way to survive hello hell was to decide if you were an alpha or a beta. 
the first is always quick to take the lead, so that the other person has no choice but to follow. The trouble with this strategy is that it a leaves the alpha exposed to etiquette breaches, and b doesn't work if the person you're trying to greet is also an alpha and is trying to hug you just as you're jabbing your right hand into their ribs. As the market has failed to find a solution, the only answer is some sort of regulation. There's a desperate need for a global greetings protocol, an agreement that all companies and nations would be encouraged to sign up to, that would establish firm rules for everyone to follow. The GGP would be beautifully simple and goes something like this: In a business context, the only permissible greeting is a handshake. The shake must be medium firm. And medium brief. It does not apply to a colleagues who see each other frequently and b groups of more than six people, as shaking would take too long. Opting out of the GGP would be possible on religious or other conscientious grounds, though the refusenik would be required to wear a little badge with a picture of hands crossed out to avoid any confusion. Not only would embarrassment be brought to an end. The brain would then be free to do what it's good at: concentrate on those first impressions that matter so much in business, without having to worry about hands, arms, heads, lips, and cheeks. For more downloads, go to ft.com/podcasts.